I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. The final hours of Utah's legislative session. Tax credits for families. Affordable housing. Domestic violence. And school funding. This is a special edition of Inside Sources. Live from the state capitol. Here are Taylor Morgan and Marty Carpenter on KSL News Radio. Hanging out in the Supreme Court chamber on the third floor of the state capitol. We mentioned it's a room that doesn't get used a lot, but I'm, I'm having a good time hanging out here because we're yeah. bringing all the power players uh, at the session in here to talk to us. Uh, about what's going on here in the final, and we're down to the final less than 10 hours, though we've had predictions that we won't be here for another 10 hours, that we may get out of here a little bit early. We'll see if our next guest can add to yeah. those predictions. And we've maybe been a little house-heavy so far on the show. I think so. So we've got to shift yeah. over to the other chamber and uh, and talk about what's going on in the Senate. Let's do it. Yeah, well, we have none other than Senate President Stuart Adams with us now, joining KSL Inside Sources. Uh, President, thank you so much for joining the show. We want to talk about uh, this session and continue the conversation we have been been having, Marty, which is it has been a hugely impactful session, the most impactful session I can recall. Also, with that many key policy decisions with a huge budget surplus right on the board, we have made some huge investments and huge policy decisions in a very smooth very smooth, collaborative yeah. way, it seems. Senate President Adams, what would you say to that? I Absolutely. Uh, by the way, welcome to this great historic Supreme Court uh, room. It's great to have you here on the Capitol, but it has been, it's been a record-breaking session. Everything we've touched has been record-breaking. Record-breaking in a number of bills. We came out uh, right at the beginning, some record-breaking policies, and we, we have had, it's been an amazing session. session. Yeah, it really has been. It's, it's been the most impactful session I can recall in at least the last decade and a half. And it's always nice when a session starts with a lot of extra money, right? Like you've been in, you've been the Senate president. This is your fifth session as Senate president. You've been here longer than that, obviously. Uh, when you started here, I wonder if you can remember what the state budget total amount was because we're going to get to about $28 billion this time yeah. around. So it, Utah's been growing and our budget's been growing because our economy has been growing. Yeah, that's been record-breaking also. When you think about it, education, if you had to think of a big winner, education's got to be one of the biggest winners this session. And never before have we spent so much money on education. If you total up all the ongoing revenue, we have almost a 13% ongoing WPU. That's the weight of pupil, pupil unit. It used to be 2 or 3% every year. We do 13% this year. If you add on the one-time money we spent, you're at 18.5%. Mm-hmm. That is, that's mm. record-breaking for education. That's huge. Not huge. to mention all the money that's going directly to teachers' paychecks, right? And as Speaker Wilson mentioned when he was here just a couple of segments ago, that puts our teachers, as far as their compensation, not at the bottom, but up more toward the top of the yeah, nation. Toward the top of the nation. I think we may be, the, 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 of the red states, we may be at the top of the red states as far as teacher compensation. A phenomenal session, and that's a big change. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about water, uh, because before this session, uh, you and Speaker Wilson made some commitments uh, to addressing water in the Great Salt Lake. 
Uh, and this this legislature has made some generational investments with water. What would you say to that? Well, I would say that we do have some water problems, but we are going to fix our water problems. We put $500 million in water last year, another $500 million this year. We're working on water conservation projects like subsurface drip systems, not just drip systems that allow for the for the uh, water to be placed on the ground, but this is a subsurface drip system. We actually found it in Israel, and it actually hmm. creates twice the yield, twice the yield when you add fertilizer to it for half the water. And you, that, that's, that's record-breaking, again, uh, as far as conservation. And we're working with other states to try to find water resources. So we are going to fix those water problems, and we are spending a lot of money on it. Yeah. It seems like even Mother Nature has been supportive of you on the water side. <laughs> because I, I was driving up to the Capitol late this morning, and it will not stop snowing, so we just keep getting more water that way as well. Well, and I will say that the weather, we have had an incredible winter, but that has not diminished the legislature's commitment to dealing with water, and I, I think that's impressive because politically speaking, when you're in the middle of an epic winter, it would be easy to, to back away from those commitments to addressing the, the drought and water in the long term. We're really thankful for everybody's prayers, and we've been so blessed and fortunate this session. We can't not acknowledge that. But we do live in the second driest state in the nation. We can do better. We can do better as to how we conserve and how we develop water. So important to do. Yeah. it's uh, On one end, it's spending money and appropriating money in the best possible way. And on the other end, it's also making sure that uh, voters get to keep more of that money. You guys have done a lot on tax cuts. And I wonder if you could just talk to us about what you, your feelings on where you've gotten to on tax cuts. Yeah. One more time, record-breaking as far as the tax. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I predicted at the beginning of the session that 2023 would be the year of the tax cut again, again, and again. For the third year in a row, we've cut taxes. Think of it for a second. We've cut taxes. We've obviously the income tax everybody's talked about, but we've actually reduced tax, gas tax by two cents. If you have young kids from zero to three years old, now if you have, you get double the dependent exemption for those children. We've limited the Social Security tax. Again, another record-breaking year for tax cuts. And I we're think talk- that's an interesting point because Republicans nationwide, and I think even here in Utah, kind of have to deal with this stigma of, oh, you like to cut taxes for the rich. But the tax cuts that you've done disproportionately help the lower-income people in our yeah. state. Absolutely. Broad-based. And, you know, we can look forward, and I always hope for three years in a row, maybe 2024, 
maybe the year of the tax cut again. Hey. Not making the prediction yet, but I'm thinking about it. We can it. hope. Yeah. We can, well, and really quickly, I want to highlight your work uh, on affordable housing with the $50 million uh, program for first-time home buyers. Can you give us a little bit of a recap on that? Oh, absolutely. We put, all, we put again, record-breaking amount into affordable housing. That's a big problem. We have the best economy in the nation. Because of that, we have housing affordability problems. But we uh, put $50 million in an account. $20,000 is a loan for the, the first home buyer. It's got to be a new home because we need to create new stock. Mm. They can use it for their down payment, for closing costs, or to buy that rate down. And if we buy the rate down, we'll be able to get more kids into a home. I am, I am really, really concerned that all we've been talking about with affordable housing is multifamily. Mm. And we don't want a, a, our kids to be tenants forever. We want them to have the equity that comes from a house, from owning a home. We also want them to have that quality of life. So this is an opportunity for, again, that first home buyer to get out of their apartment, to be able to, again, uh, support and help them be able to get, get the equity that comes in a first home. Now, if we can, uh, President Adams, I want to get personal a little bit. You and House Speaker Brad Wilson both uh, assumed your respective leadership positions five years ago. This is your fifth year working as Senate president alongside uh, House Speaker Brad Wilson. Uh, Come to find out you were also alums of uh, Leighton High School, Proud Lancers. Absolutely. Tell, I, I graduated a couple of years before he did. Oh, just a couple. <laughs> Can you tell us about what that relationship is like and how has that contributed to such an impactful yet smooth legislative session? Well, we don't see things always the same way, but that's healthy. But we do get along. And it's been a phenomenal relationship. Speaker Wilson is a great leader. He's a great, great collaborator. And we felt that as we've gone through not only this session, but the five previous sessions. There are moments, but again, we find a way to work it out. And I think it's, it's really fun to see this legislative process work. Our founding fathers put together a process where have multiple different people, meaning that the legislative body set policy. And as you do that, as you have different ideas and work through them, you're able to come up with some really phenomenal decisions. Yeah. The clock is ticking down. There are bills on the board still. I'm wondering what you're keeping your eye on right now. What's causing you the most stress between now and the time it's done? Well, right now, there's always, always things that cause you stress. But I have to say that as I think about that, I am, we, I'm so blessed to be able to live in Utah. We talked about a record-breaking session, but we, I think we've managed our affairs very well. And maybe as we click down the clock. I'm hoping maybe we get a, a little early. Oh, what here we go. Think? Okay, That's okay. Let's. I now, want a specific speaker and prediction. The president. Yeah. Speaker Wilson said it will be before 11:53 p.m. Right? Do we uh, have he, a specific? That, that man, he's taking a really safe spot. You know? <laughs> so President I mean, Adams, I could do before 11:54, and we'll see who wins that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's like the Price is Right, right? That's but, right. So if you're setting the over under there, what time do you think? Uh, if you, if you're hoping, what what's your goal to get us uh, wrapped up tonight? My goal is to beat that number because I I just don't want the. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be before 11:50. Was it three? Yep, 11.53. Uh, we'll be before that. How about well, that? and I always wonder, like, what, what counts? Does it count when the governor comes into your respective chamber and ends it there? And, and just distracts you. Or do both of them have the to be under? Like, we need to define I, I, what we're really uh, at. When we strike the gavel, that's what counts, that's what counts. Every, <laughs> every year. So we'll be striking the gavel. We'll see when it happens. All well, right. Senate President Stuart Adams, thank you so much for joining Inside Sources here on KSL. Thank you for your service. And uh, good luck in the final hours today. Well, appreciate you being here. And, again, it's very, we're very fortunate to be in Utah. Thank you. Thanks, President. Uh, Stick with us. We'll have more on Inside Sources when we come back uh, from Utah's Capitol Hill. 
I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.